0: Think of someone that you met on social media, someone that your paths would have never crossed had we not had social media, because that's the situation with our guest today. Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And we have Michelle Riley on the show today, and she has fierce and fit personal training, online personal training. And we met because she listened to the podcast and reached out and said, I dig what you do. And I said, tell me about what you do. And I was so inspired by her story and her passion and her energy that here we are. She's the guest on the podcast today. So there's a few things about this that I love. One, it's just when people courageously reach out to connect, life just gets better. And because Michelle has a really, really great perspective and a story, and I'm so glad that she courageously reached out so you all can now hear her story. And that's really the theme of what today is about. It's about intention. And there's this loop that happens when we stand tall in our own story using our gifts and talents and then allow ourselves to be open and a little vulnerable to tell our story even the scary, challenging parts, we then are able to connect with people in a really meaningful way. And when we do that, it feeds back to us and fills us back up. And so this is just a perfect example of that being the case. So I'm so excited for you to hear Michelle and her story. Here we go.
1: Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Good. How are you, Rebecca?
0: super good. Welcome to the podcast closet.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: (laughs) This is a fun story. I love people that courageously just reach out and do things. And you just reached out to me and said, Hey, I heard your podcast. It's super cool. I'd love to chat with you. And we jumped on the phone and now here we
1: are on the podcast. Yes, I was such a stalker. I was like, I've been listening to your podcast. I think she's so cool. You know what? I'm going for it. I and then, it. <laughs> yeah. and then you yeah.
0: realize that I mostly just sit in my closet and talk to people on a microphone, and it's not really as cool <laughs> as it sounds when it's all Are done. You- now that you so the- cool, you've seen the inner circle, so that's super fun.
1: Yes.
0: So I am excited about this for a couple of reasons. One. I know enough about you to be dangerous. So that's always fun for me because this is legitimately, I'm learning about you at the same time that our listeners are learning about you. So cool. that's one reason I'm excited. And the second reason is because the brief time that we did chat on the phone, I'm excited about what you're offering women and it just fits so, it's so great about reflection and connection and what you're doing with people in their health and wellness. So tell people a little bit about just your business, what what the business is, and then we'll talk a little bit more about your backstory.
1: So Fierce and Fit, I founded it, let's see, I created the actual online studio just not even a year ago. So um, Fierce and Fit is an online studio aimed towards training women, so specializing women, myself, I'm the trainer, obviously, Fierce and Fit. (laughs) So, I do both online personal training and then I do on demand classes. So, I do bar, Tabata, Pilates, HIT. And with the training, I really focus on that person's exact um, needs due to injuries and things like that. So, yes
0: speaking of injuries, so we may have to take a pause on this podcast because I've had some knee injury recently. And the first thing that my chiropractor said to me was, how's your hydration, which hadn't been great lately. So I've been drinking a gallon of water a day for the past three days. So all I do is pee. Wow. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. So side note though, hydration, it's made a significant difference immediately. So let's just note that, yes, but I just want to let you know in case I say, Okay, hold on, pause, because seriously,
1: that's all I do is pee. But But that's (laughs) like Yes. And that's a motto that I give my clients. So when I'm giving them their meal plans and stuff, I'm like, ditch, you know, obviously the soda and things like that, focus on the water. You know, water is key. I want you peeing every two seconds. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, it's great, you know. And then there are just so many benefits with keeping yourself hydrated.
0: It's actually a huge thing, and I used to be great at it, and then I got busy, and like we all do, and I I just fell off the hydration wagon, and all of a sudden, I'm like, everything feels stiff, and my energy's low, and I I legit think I have like a meniscus tear in my knee, and Uh. uh, but just from the supplements that he gave me and the three days of immense hydration, it is- Rock star, better. I mean, it's just such a simple thing. Like, drink water. Why is that so damn hard?
1: I, oh my gosh, gosh, you're you're doing my job now. <laughs> it,
0: it's dumb. Anyway, so I digress. Yes. Just to tell you, I might have to stop and pee. So I, um, I love what you're doing because you're targeting it to women. You're offering Correct. it from their own home, so you've taken Correct. away two of the biggest things that people talk about about going to the gym. One, I'm uncomfortable, I'm insecure, I don't want to go where all the guys are lifting weights and I feel dumb because I don't know how to use the machines. And even though I've been using machines for years, I still feel that way sometimes. I'm like, I'm just gonna stand here and read this and pretend like I know what I'm doing. But it's it's (laughs) a weird kind of discomfort. So you've taken that away. And because you're focusing on women, you just give people that security of you get them, you are them. And I just think that's wonderful that you've been really targeted about your business.
1: Yes. And to go even further, I specialize in um, trimming and toning and then rebuilding and strengthening pelvic floor muscles, as well as functional training. So that's kind of, you know, I like to call it as you know, youthful aging type of thing. So decreasing those body aches and pains through functional movement, and then of course we have you know postpartum women that we really gotta focus on rebuilding the pelvic floor muscles and abdominal walls so that they can you know hold their pee in and stuff like that. to so, say, we have
0: a pee theme going because the reason, theme. right? <laughs> Because the reason you work on that pelvic thing is so after you have babies, you don't pee your pants all the time, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my exactly. gosh, this is a happy accident. I didn't know we were going to have a pain. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> uh.
0: That's interesting. I didn't realize that. So you are very targeted, which, okay, so let's tie this into a business lesson quickly as well. Yes. One of the things I tell my clients who do run their own, business some of them run their own businesses, some of them work in corporate America. But if mm-hmm. you are running your own business, it's counterintuitive to say, the more you narrow your focus, the bigger your business will be, which sounds correct. Weird. It's like, why that just doesn't make sense. But it's so true because the more you narrow your focus, when you go in and you target your your description of your business and you target everything about it, then people that that need your services find themselves in that description.
1: Right. You become the specialty of that, you know, um, that factor. So it's really getting into your niche. So knowing your why getting into your niche, it's not about casting the big net. No, I'm targeting you. You're already weeding out people by doing that. So you target those people that are specifically for you and they're going to be the ones reaching out to you because you become again, that, that guy, that specialist. So it's just, narrowing down my services and putting all my, you know, my training online has been the biggest help actually in my business. So again, I'm not just casting a wide net. People are coming to me. I know exactly where to go. You know, I work really closely with pelvic floor therapists now, and they just refer their clients to me. I give my clients to them, you know, that need help. Like it's all about niche, niche, niche.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's so true. I'm It took me, even though I teach my clients that it took me a while to narrow into just the women's market because I was so used to traditional consulting work that I'd done in the past, but you're so right. And now my life is easier because my message is tighter and, and more specific. So excellent. So there are pelvic floor therapists. Hold on. What is that? There are people, you you mentioned it in your, your description, but pelvic floor therapists,
1: therapist okay sorry we just cut off there about yes there are so you do you know manual therapy as well as of like what i do and and what we have been talking about with the therapist it's not about you know the 80s clams jane fonda's on the floor like no it's about getting up <laughs> you know because <laughs> you know when i talk to these uh the therapists, there's just like it's so we need to bring a more awareness and more light onto it because people you know, women think it's so taboo to talk about, you know, like, why is this happening? You No, know, let's bring it to the light. Let's, let's talk about it and help you. So I, again, I work really closely with this physical therapist to put together personal training, ther- uh, I'm sorry, pelvic floor therapy as well. So it's really awesome.
0: That is awesome. Cause I didn't know that existed as a practice. So this is yeah. a very, this is great because I'm sure this is an issue that gazillions of women have, but it's not right. something you sit down at a dinner party and go, yeah, I pee my pants a lot. Let's chat. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Every time I laugh or sneeze, I pee. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Great.
0: I mean, in your inner circle, you laugh about it, right? Like in yes. your close friends you do, but I didn't realize it was something that you could actually go and get real targeted support for.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. actually we encourage, um, jumping, not necessarily getting right into it, but you know, jumping and running our parts of the the kind of training process. Hmm. So, pretty cool.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> so, you started this business a year ago and one of the things we talked about that I I love about the the way that you've structured your business is that you've structured your business for your life. Because I find that oftentimes people are trying to make their life work for their job. And I'm always saying to people, you are not your job. Correct. You have, a, you have gifts and talents, and you should use those gifts and talents in yes. your job, but you are not your job. And you have a situation where you're traveling because of a wonderful man that you've met, and you can talk about mm-hmm. that. In a but you <laughs> then said, okay, if I'm going to be traveling with him, I'm going to adapt my job to fit my life instead of my right. life to fit my job. Is that do mm-hmm. I get it right?
1: Yes. And then in the end, it just all just kind of, kind of, you know, comes full circle. And then you're like, Oh my God, everything happens for a reason. This is awesome. You know, the universe is on my side.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So tell that story. So your, um, fiance is in the military, right? Correct. Yes. So tell the story of how the business became online. Just brag a little bit about your man.
1: Oh, (laughs) my man. So, you know, he's, I call him, he has red hair. So I call him, you know, my, my ginger spice, um, my, my GI ginger. Cause he's in the <laughs> army. I just love him so much. Um, so yeah. yes. So I had my studio, so I've been training at, oh gosh, in classes for 10 years. And then I was like, you know what? I got to do it on my own. I got this. So I opened up my studio and Maryland had that for about two years. And then I made the move with Steven. That's my fiance's name, um, to Savannah, Georgia. So beautiful. And I did, um, in-home training, but then again and then again that was just so oh, crazy. The schedule is crazy. Then I moved here to Columbus where I'm literally, you know, in the middle of nowhere. So even trying to find clients for in-home training was hard. And and then I was like, you know, sitting to myself and I was praying and I was like, how how do I continue the business that I love doing? How do I continue reaching more women? I was like, hello, everything's in front of me. You just kind of have to be willing to open your mind and open the opportunities. And then everything was just like, okay, you're going to do online personal training because it's there. You're going to do your classes and on demand because it's there. And now I feel like I'm touching more women as I do this. And it's awesome. Again, everything happens for a reason.
0: (laughs) You are the model of intentionality. And I... I we talk everything here at the Badass Women's Council about reflection and connection and reflection is about being intentional. And so you knew that you had this gift and talent around training. You've done it in gyms, you've done it in home. And now that, you know, God's given you this great man, you've got this different life. But instead of saying, I'm going to abandon everything that I'm about, you're saying, okay, how can I take what I'm about, still stand tall in my story and figure out how to make your business work for you in your
1: life. That's right. Because sometimes in the beginning, when I first moved away from home, which is such a a big step in itself, like sometimes I felt as if I was getting angry at Stephen. I was like, what in the world? Like he is amazing. He is the one that's kind of pushing me out of my comfort zone and having to move at these different places. But then I was like, but I'm not going to live, you know, in his shadow. I am going to put my you know, grounds in and do what I do best and continue again, spreading my message and we can do it as a team together. Sometimes, you know, I love
0: that. I yeah. love that. that's a, be- I mean, when I say stand tall in your story, that is a perfect representation of that. And yeah. we talked very briefly and you agreed to share some things here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Things haven't always been I mean, you are a happy, joyful person. It's a, you can tell it in your. You can even tell it in your Instagram messages. Like you just thank it you. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Oh. But you, but that your story has some sadness that the way this yeah. all started out. I understand. So, how, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about the the real story, the backstory of how you got here.
1: Yes, so um, I grew up in a you know loving family, but unfortunately. Depression runs in our family on my father's side a lot. So he committed suicide when I was 10. And it was just since then, it's been my mom who moved here from Puerto Rico to marry my father. A little side backstory, kind of funny, is that I always call her a little mail order bride. <laughs> <laughs> my father worked in the Social Security in Virginia, and my mother worked in the Social Security in Puerto Rico. And he always had a thing for latina women ah. so he called the social security in puerto rico and said are there any single women no <laughs> and they started writing yes started beautiful. writing love notes back and forth well there's and, another uh,
0: there's another example of intentionality though so there
1: you yeah go. <laughs> yeah um so yeah that was that and then but then um again when i was 10 he committed suicide and it was just sad but we, it was been me, my mom, and myself. I'm sorry, me, my mom. Me, my mom, and my sister, you know, throughout everything. So we just had to keep going and stand tall and continue to, you know, grow with each other and show each other the love and strength and just get through it. So then, you know, because everyone gets has their sad days and stuff, but knowing that I have depression in my family, like I just want to be as proactive as I can about it. So then I started getting into working out, eating right, yoga, meditation, and things like that, even, you know, even at a smaller, uh, younger age. And then as I went to college, kind of, or into high school, kind of figuring everything out, I was like, well, how can I take this further? So then I went um, to college and then also taught group classes. And I just loved the energy and the positive feedback and just all these women coming together and just being so happy. And they would, Come in class, you know, I could tell that something was wrong, something was off. Not that we went into it, but then after class, they would just be so happy and they would say, Michelle, thank you so much for doing that. I just feel so much better. And then I was like, great, how do I make this even more? So then with personal training, and people would get into more details about, you know, maybe some mental illnesses or things that they had, you know, having a bad day. And then they would just, again, like, you have no idea what you're doing for me. Like, I'm able to lower my, you know, depressant medications and things like that. And, you know, it's just like, I am their friend and I can, oh, it's just wonderful to be able to have that relationship and make them feel better. Oh
0: my gosh. Which then in turn feeds your soul, right? Feeds my
1: soul. Yes.
0: Oh (laughs) my gosh. That's beautiful. And it is, you know, it's a choice that you and your, your mom and your sister made, right? Because you're in, you're in tragedy. And your mom and you and your sister chose to work your way up and keep moving forward.
1: Yeah. And my mom always had the, the, the choice to move back to Puerto Rico. Cause that's where all her family is. We don't have much family here. Um, but she, you know, my, I think my sister was the one who said, mom, cause I was 10. She was like, I don't want to move there. I want to stay here. So we planted our roots. We have amazing friends that are our family and just, a unit. So it's been me, my mom, and my sister—a unit the whole time. Like anyone, every anytime people see us out, like oh, the Riley girls, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've made friends into family. So you you've taken right. your, you've taken your connection very seriously because we can't do life alone. We just we, we're Ooh. wired for connection, right? That's right. And so your family now are the people, the friends in your lives that you've brought in, and that is your family. Right.
1: That's right. It doesn't have to be blood. It's just the people that are really are just there for you when you need them. And oh, I I consider a lot more friends, you know, family than actual family. But
0: and we, we we're wired for connection. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot right. down alone and have a fulfilled, thriving life. You just you just can't do it.
1: So. Right. You have to do it together. Empower each other.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So when you're working with your clients, what's uh, in this whole idea of you, you get them, right? So you've had this experience in your life and you can almost feel when people have something that you need to tap into, right? That's and right. So what, when you're talking to them about their wellness journey and their plans, give, give us a little bit of that, um, how you work with your clients.
1: Okay, so for the online personal training, I can really obviously get more in touch with them because we have, you know, our messaging every day. So I'll give them, you know, their plan throughout the week. I sit behind my computer and I put together their training programs. It's just me, it's like these little short clips of me showing them how to do a workout. And then I tell them exact weights to use. And then I'll put together again their meal plan customized for them. But throughout the week, I. A lot of the online training kind of classes and stuff say, okay, just have them email you once a week. I'm like, that's no, I'm not, I need more connection. I need them to know that I'm there. So we schedule our weekly phone call and we message. I try and message at least every day just to kind of be in their ear and say, hey, you can do this. Um, And sometimes they're having an off day and they'll tell me, I'm like, hey, let's hop on the phone right now. And, you know, know, I call them my little Michelle famous pet talks just to say, I'm here for you. Let's turn that negative self-talk into positive self-talk. And you know, I think that's also a really big thing is to continue to talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend on their off
0: day. Oh, um, preach, girl. Absolutely. Yes. Because your brain believes what you tell it. Oh. It just yes. does. It doesn't have any discernment. It just believes what you tell it. And so you if you say I'm exhausted. I'm an idiot. I'm a blo- whatever you say that's negative. Mm-hmm. Your brain goes into the part of your your brain that's responsible for memory, and it digs up all the times that you've been exhausted and an idiot, and validates it for you. It's like, yeah,
1: yes.
0: But if you say something positive, I'm in the process of getting healthier. Even is better mm-hmm. than saying I'm not healthy,
1: right? Yes. Yes, or when people are like, oh, I have to work out. I'm like, hey, how about you say I get to work out and I get to have those few or that 30 minutes or whatever time to myself to clear my mind and focus on me and putting myself into, you know, higher, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, more of a higher state of mind where you yeah. feel like thriving is possible. Yes, thank and, you. And it is such a. Okay. It's simple to do. It's more about remembering to do it and knowing why it's important because now, yes. now for me, it's fairly habitual when I don't do it. And and somebody calls it out for me, which I'm always grateful for it. It's this like, Oh, like now it's just habitual, but yes. I decided to be that way. Right. I mean, right. it's, 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 that's all it is is a decision to say, you know what, I'm going to look for the positive in things no matter what. And it's not That's airy-fairy. Right. It really does have physical benefits to it.
1: Yes. A lifestyle habit. I think I always say it's a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle habit. This isn't just for your two weeks. It's This is for longevity. This is for your increased quality of life, which is going to increase your quality of happiness. So
0: oh, it's so totally. And mm-hmm. I like that idea of saying, you know, I get to work out. I get to yes. time in myself. Sometimes I will even say to myself, I would be cheating m- myself if I didn't take advantage of what my body's physically capable of doing. As, right. Oh I mean, I've, I've taken it to the extremes as I typically do. I like to be a little extra about stuff. Right. But,
1: <laughs> I it, <love> is, it.
0: <laughs> but it is, it, it is that important. I can, and I got this way when my daughter was a toddler and I realized that I was in this high stress job and I was working a lot and I had a really important choice to make about what I was going to model for her. And it was this awareness where I looked at her one day, she was the cutest little toddler curly blonde hair. Oh my gosh. She's still adorable. She's still gorgeous, but oh my gosh, she was toddler goals. And all of a sudden I watched her watching me one day and I thought, that's it. This has to be my accountability. This is, this, I have to look at her and say, what kind of life do I want her to have? And now I'm going to model that for her. So there's no question about what I expect. Because if you, if you model stress and you model strife and you model all of those things for your kids, they're going to think that that's expected of them, even if you don't say it.
1: That's right. I have so many moms that come to me and they're like, I need, you know, kind of like where you are saying, I need to be the example for my kids. Cause I can, I see them sometimes on the couch on the, you know, in front of the TV, mindlessly eating and you know, things like that. And they're like, how do I increase my energy? How do I do this? So I'm like, let's do this together. And I even have this one, so weird that you're talking about this, but I have this one uh, client. So she, she was like, my daughter is watching me work out and it's great and it's awesome. And then I keep, because I told her, I was like, please get away from this scale. And so, you know, she herself saying I'm fat or something in front of her, you know, teenage daughter. And she'd be like, I can't talk like that. I can't, I have to change my mindset. Horrible. Anyways. So now that she's training with me again, like her daughter's watching her workout, you know, I'm on the screen. It's silly. It's fun. It's a good time, but also being healthy, making healthy habits and her speaking positively about herself instead of, you know, negative talk that she, that later her child takes. I often
0: wonder, and I have nothing to back this up other than my random thoughts by Rebecca, if the fact that the population of teens today is so stressed out because they watched too many of us be stressed out.
1: Oh, A to the men. Yeah. Yes.
0: It, it, I wonder about it often, but I don't have any study to back it up. But I and I, I took it even past working out. Like I, I would easily say, hey, you know, mom's going to go for, especially if they would see me kind of in stress mode, I'd be like, mom's going to go for a run. And then it got <sighs> to the point where when I would be a little bitchy, the kids would say, so you're going to go for a run, right? <laughs> 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 well, just I like politely, as small children, being like, you are being (laughs) a,
1: you're being terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and then little things, well, not little things, this is a big thing, taking time for myself. So sometimes there, there was a rule. If I took my country living magazine or my, you know, real simple or whatever book I was reading at the time. And went in and ran a bubble bath. The kids knew they better busy themselves up with something because mama was going to the bath and there was no interrupt. Yes. And it was just, it was just a rule in our house. If I was in the bath, don't bother me. That's right. And some people would say, oh gosh, is that selfish? No, because if I model it for my kids that way, then they know that they should take care of themselves.
1: That's Right self care is so important and again self care goes just beyond getting your nails done and stuff like that like i tell my clients your workout is your self care as well like your time to be in inwards inwards and you know and all these moms and and workers and stuff like they feel selfish for like you were saying selfish for taking time for themselves i'm like wait if you don't put yourself first who is you have to put yourself first so you can be in that mindset to be the best mom, the be the best employee, whatever it is, just take time for you to reflect yeah. and to grow again higher in your
0: self. I, I love self-care in what we're talking about, but I've gone through some rants on the podcast before where people <laughs> want to talk about self-care is just, you know, bath bombs and booze. Like yeah. and people, like little things you read about, you know, rose all day, self care. No, that's just getting hammered at brunch. That's not self care. I mean, I'm not opposed to that if that's Yeah. let's not pretend like that's self-care because oftentimes it's alcohol that just makes you feel worse about something later after that buzz wears off. So I just I just think we need to be careful about how self care has become such a conversation and I love that, but I want to be really intentional about what we mean by that. Because sometimes self care is getting rid of the bad boyfriend or putting boundaries around yourself so that you don't let other people sabotage your, what your being. Right. I mean, it's more than it's big. It's a big conversation.
1: Right. And just, I was just reading this book, you know, it's kind of funny. You said this as well. It's just cut the people off that don't bring you value to your life. You know, just, you need to, again, self-care, focus on yourself, cut those people off your vibe, I always kind of say, your vibe attracts your tribe. Oh, I definitely yeah. stole that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yes. But again, like even connecting with you, like I'm putting, you know, these vibes out there and I'm connecting with other people and just cut the extra trim off that you don't need. Cut that extra baggage off. And again, you can, you can it go to your speed. higher self.
0: Yeah, it frees yeah.
1: up Oh, I like that. And yes. somebody
0: said to me the other day, I, well, actually it was, um, my birthday last month, I invited some oh, happy to, thanks, to, to celebrate my birthday. And one of them came out to me and they said, you have the most amazing group of women around <sighs> you that I've ever seen in my life. How did you do this? And I said, and it was so true. I said, I, I looked for them. I was intentional <sighs> about it. It's not an accident that I have these great women around me. I, I watch for them and I look for them. And like you, I'll reach out and connect with them. Like we can build an amazing tribe. We shouldn't just sit at home and think, oh, I can't wait till the really great group of friends shows up. Like Amazon Prime right. does not deliver this. You have, <laughs> got, you have got to say, I want these amazing people in my life and then watch for them. And when you see them, reach out and say, hey, I think you're amazing.
1: And then all of a sudden <laughs> you're surrounded by amazing people yes, just like what I had to do. <laughs> so, I was it's, like, "Is this stalkerish. Nah, who cares? No, Let's do it. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. And that we can do it from nowheresville in Georgia and nowheresville in Indiana. And yet here we are connected having That's a right. conversation that we're going to now put out to the world. Right. That's good stuff.
1: That is good stuff. You can't just, again, you can't wait for it to happen. You have to reach out and get it. Absolutely. And grab those amazing people that would help you, you know, connect to yourself, connect to them. It's just, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes.
0: Well, and I'm so passionate about it that I'm building a an online platform for us all to do that.
1: Yay! I'm so excited to see it. I cannot wait to be in it. Yes.
0: Me too. So stay tuned for that, podcast listeners. But yeah, the connection piece is huge. And in, in fact, this morning I put on my Instagram story, I was just in a funk this morning. It's been raining in Indiana for 450 days. I swear yeah. it just won't stop. And I normally am not impacted by the weather because I'm pretty happy in general. But I just have had a like, there's just a lot of stuff where I'm just, I woke up this morning just kind of funkish. And, you know, I sat down in my prayer chair and, and was just going to kind of wash the funk away. And I just put that on my Instagram story because I I'm I believe in being authentic. I am pretty happy most of the time, but I don't want people to think that I'm just faking it. Like some days I'm not. Like this morning I was in yeah. funk. And do you know I had you and a few others reach out to me. One one in particular, Lisa Mitchell, shout out Lisa, who's a local friend here in Indianapolis, reached out and texted me and said, "I'll meet you for lunch. Let's get out of your funk." and yes. i was just like this is what it means to create the kind of of connections where people not only just post stuff, stuff online just for whatever sake but we use that as a means to say i see you i hear you i love you i'm here for you like that yes. was the most beautiful moment for me to think that she was like oh i can i can help with this and <sighs> i just i don't know i just that's important to me so this online community yes. portal that I'm creating is also set up that the algorithms will connect you based on your local market. So that way, if you don't have great people in your life yet, you, as you interact with this, um, with this online community, you'll start to see the people that are local to you. So you can start to reach out and say, hey, let's grab some coffee. Do you want to go to lunch? Do you want to go for a walk? Let's go to this workout together. I'm passionate about making sure that people have the kind of amazing support in their lives that they never have to feel like they're doing even a funkish bad morning alone. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
1: Oh yes. Sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, into that as well. I I have my bad days too. And again, uh, even my clients, my clients are my tribe that, you know, I'm throwing those vibes out there. They're not coming to me just because they're coming to me for a reason, just on a more universal level too. So if I'm having a bad day, I have this one client that I go to and she's, I call her my my soul sister and I'll text her or something. I'll be like, Hey, can this be my coaching session today? And she was like, tell me all about it, girl. So I'll just get on the phone and just, she is my supporter just as I'm much as her supporter. And I have a few other clients like that as well, but it's just awesome that it's not just me being the provider and stuff. Like sometimes I need my own cheerleader too. So yeah, it needs to be mutually beneficial. Absolutely.
0: and. You get more well-being when you have that kind of mutually beneficial, where you're not the one who feels like they have to be up and positive for everybody else all the time. Because I had some of that in my life for a while, where I felt like I was in charge of everybody's happiness. And I know intellectually that I wasn't, but there was this expectation that I was going to bring my funny A game all the time. And there were some times when I had some darkness in my life, and you could tell who was going to be there for light and dark and who was just there for the light. And it was it was sad, but telling because then at least you know what, you, you know what you're dealing with, right? That's and right. When we talked last week to prepare for this, when you reached out, you were talking about how excited you were about the podcast. And I said to you in that moment, I said, I needed to hear that today because I was in that space where it was like, is anybody even listening to this? I mean, I can go look at the numbers, but Does it matter to anybody? Because I don't want to sit in my closet on a regular basis talking into a (laughs) microphone. Does it add value and is it relevant for people? And the fact that you could that day, up until that moment, a stranger, somebody I'd never met before, you reach out, all of a sudden, you're saying to me, this helps me. And then I get this sense of well-being because I'm like, thank God, because that's all I wanted is to do things that can help others connect. So when we reach out and use our gifts for others, we get a ton of thrive points out of that
1: deal. Yes, and it, you have no idea how much you've impacted me. Which is so funny when you said that on the phone, like uh, you know, I really need to hear this. You know, did I know people are listening? I'm like, girl, you are raising my vibes high. That's why I felt so inclined to reach out. I was like, she is doing such an amazing thing, and I just need, oh, I need to tell her people how much she's doing for me, so I can inspire her people even more. I love this, uh, and now such an awesome thing.
0: Well, now all the podcast listeners, when I market this out, will will know that you're there, and they'll know that they can tap into your gifts and talents if that's something they need. And your yes. people may need inspired with some of the things I talk. about. I mean, that's yes. and, and when I talk about business, to me, that's what business should be. You come and you bring your gifts and talents. You have a certain demographic of of people that you're trying to reach with it with whatever you do. And when there's mutual benefit, there should be some sort of financial benefit back and forth for sharing your gifts and talent. So when people come to me and say, oh, I don't know about sales. I'm like, okay, do you believe in your business or your product or your service? Absolutely. I'm like, well, then it's your responsibility
1: to share it with people who need it. Say to the men. That's sales. That doesn't have to be great. Right. You don't have to be some schmuck trying to sell whatever, whatever. Like this is your passion. And you know, you, you provide it and you're doing somebody a, a life changing service. You shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed or, you know, to bring it to bring other it. people. And yes. God, it
0: is your responsibility. God didn't give you these gifts and talents unless you were supposed to use them. Right. If you don't use them, you're saying your thumb and your nose. It, at what's been given to you and be like, nah, I'm not going to use that today. That's not okay.
1: No that's not way. okay. That's yeah. right. You have to let your, your gifts and talents shine and show the whole world. And it's almost, you know, you're troubling yourself. You're, you know, putting yourself in the shadow when you're not shining them out to the whole world. Yeah.
0: yeah. And exactly. we all have those funky days, but that's why you can reach out to people and say, okay, I'm in a funk today and they can go, okay, well, let me help you out of that. It's so good. Yes, yes, yes. So good.
1: Ah, connections.
0: So as we wrap up today, tell us something. One of the things I do at the end of each podcast is I, I give two reflection questions. So help me out with that today. When you're working with your clients, what's one reflection question that we can put out to the podcast listeners that tie into what you do as well? What would you say to your clients that you wanted them to reflect on over the next week?
1: Hmm.
0: Not to
1: put you on the spot, but I just did. So there you go. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> the one that I've been really, you know, pushing and kind of touched on this before is listen to yourself talk. Just listen. The first thing in the mirror, what are the thoughts that come in your head? Are they negative? Because, you know, one in four chances are they probably are like, oh, my hair, oh, my eyes, oh, my whatever, my thing, my waste. You know, it's all about, Hey, change yourself, talk so that you can be your own best friend and your own cheerleader. So oh, I love
0: that. I love that. <sighs> yes. We got another one and then I'll just be done with my two reflection questions and you can do my job for me today.
1: <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, 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 I have to think about this.
0: Delegating one. here on the podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: guess. Back on the self care. What are you doing for yourself? For self care, doesn't have to be again, like you said, the boozing and stuff. It's like, yeah. what are you doing for yourself today, and tomorrow, and the next day? What are you doing for yourself?
0: And that could be as simple as this is something I've been being more intentional about lately: taking a deep, three deep breaths. Oh, we, I yes. think we, I think we talked about this last week. I really we talked about it with somebody. Okay, we are so used to sucking it in that we <sighs> no longer take deep fill up our entire body with air, deep breaths. It is fascinating. So if you take three deep breaths, it does so much to calm (sighs) your stress and cortisol levels and just clear your mind. But I find sometimes like my shoulders are in my ears and I'm just like, I'm just so focused on something that when I take three deep breaths, everything changes about my perspective. And it also reminds me that I haven't done, I'm, I'm not breathing deep enough. Our body needs air
1: Right, because like what you said, everyone's everyone's saying, suck it in, suck it in. <laughs> no, <laughs> relax your shoulders, breathe deep, get deep, you know, deep down into your abdominals, into your stomach. That's where your breath should go. And you don't um, have to be in a definitely.
0: yoga class to breathe deep. You can do that at your desk.
1: Yes, at your desk in the car. Omg! Yes, 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 yes. yes.
0: Well, I sense that you and I could probably keep doing this for hours, but <laughs> since I've made a promise to keep these uh, episodes, actually, I like to keep them for commute time or treadmill time. So if you're in work, I like to keep them in that same time zone. So, hey, yes. thank you for one, courageously reaching out so we could have this conversation. Thank and, you. Two, for just living your gifts and talents and standing tall in your story, because that when, when we do that, we give everyone else permission to do it too. All right. Thanks so much, everyone.
1: Taking a chance on me.
0: Hang on. Can you hear me? I can now. So
1: Uh-oh.
0: one of the things we, we believe at the Badass Women's Council is nothing is, perfect and we shouldn't aspire to perfection. So I typically don't edit stuff. So what I was saying is that I love that you've been able to stand tall in your story and you responded with something that I missed. So do you want to repeat it?
1: Oh, I just wanted to thank you so much for having me on your show and taking a chance on the random stranger sliding into your (laughs) DMs and you are awesome in what you do and I'm such a fangirl and I am part of your movement. Yes, girl.
0: Love that. Thanks so much.
1: And I'm not coming
0: down. Oh, my gosh. Do you love her or what? You absolutely need to follow Michelle on Instagram. Her account is fierceandfitpt. And her Instagram stories are just fun and inspiring. And she always is just happy. Gotta love that and she's done her done my job for me so she's already given the reflection questions of the day so i'll just summarize and say stand tall in your story share in your challenges find people to connect with it is soul food when we're able to do that with and for each other thanks for being here please subscribe to the podcast that is just a super badass thing to do and Gosh, if you really want to take your badass factor up a whole nother notch or two, share this with some of your other badass friends so they can enjoy it too. Always glad for you to be with us. And if you need a keynote speaker or you're looking for some coaching to take you up to the next level of badass, I'm your girl. Okay, make it a great day. I'm not coming down. I never left it on the ground.
1: I'm not coming down.